Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a Pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part Pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools, and you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com, www.ptschoolprobe.com, and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's PREPTGRIND for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschoolprobe, probe.com, and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. And we're live. What's up, y'all? How you guys doing? Hope you're having an absolutely amazing, amazing Sunday evening as we record this. Super, super excited. For those of you that are new to Pre-PT Grind, you have not followed us too long, you're in for a treat. This is episode 26 of something that we call the Pre-PT Inspire Series. And basically what it is, is we bring in students that are have been a part of our coaching program, the Acceptance System, you always see it behind me, that have gotten into PT school. And the purpose of this is to have them share the good news of them getting into PT school, yes, but more importantly, for them to share the not so like great parts, the moments where they doubted themselves. Some students have come in with low GPAs. Other students have come in with multiple rejections. A lot of the things that we as pre-PTs feel are actually our deterrence or the big roadblocks that will stop us from getting into PT school. So I want you to see real people that have been in the exact same shoes that you are in right now, who have also gotten to your desired goal of getting into PT school. So, so that's what the series is about. And tonight we have the honor of having 
future Dr. Allen, who will be sharing his story of just how he went from all the stuff he's going to share, I'm not going to spoil it, to now being ready to start PT school in January, like January 11th, right, is when mm-hmm. he starts. Perfect. So, so Allen, before we get started, how are you feeling tonight, brother? I'm feeling great, man. I just want to say thank you so much for having me here. And for those of you guys watching at home, it's an absolute honor. I'm just looking forward to inspiring as many of you as I possibly can and hopefully give you some insight and some motivation to get to where I am today. All right, let's get right into it. All right, so Alan, before we get to the tough part of your story, uh, tell us why physical therapy? Like what initially drew you to the profession? We all have different stories that led us to choosing PT. Why PT for you specifically? Yeah, so this is a question that a lot of my peers and current pre-PTs ask me all the time. And I think it's actually my favorite question. I'm going to take you guys back a bit. So my passion for this career was actually inspired by the experiences I had with my father's physical therapist. So back in 2016, my father was actually diagnosed with stage three metastatic lung cancer. This was in the middle of my senior year of high school. So during this time, he was getting his chemo treatments, visiting his oncologist, but he was also prescribed physical therapy in order to increase his aerobic capacity. And he was also dealing with some peripheral neuropathy at the time. So we wanted to work on that in order to better his daily function. And seeing the impact that this PT had on my father's condition and ability to apply skills to alleviate his everyday pain, that was something that I really cherished and wanted to fulfill myself, knowing that I can help people just like my father. And being able to take on that role is something that I really want to aspire. So being able to create a really strong relationship with your patient and knowing that you can contribute to improving their everyday health, I think is beyond rewarding and really allows for this profession to be so dynamic and crucial within our healthcare industry today. And the possibilities of of being a physical therapist and just working in different types of fields of physical therapy is something I think is really rewarding. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's an amazing reason for choosing physical therapy. It's funny. I've actually had a lot of students just kind of doubt their calling towards PT. And I think we forget what initially drew us to it, man. So that was beautifully stated. Obviously can't wait for you to become a PT now. But man, absolutely amazing inspiration behind your decision to become a PT. So let's now jump into the part that everybody likes to hear about, right? So if you're applying right now, like you've either submitted your application or you're applying right now, because I want y'all to start hearing what some of the obstacles that Alan had were. This is the part that we all need to hear because as students, what we end up feeling is we end up feeling alone. Like when we're going through our own obstacles and Alan will lay out his, like, We just feel like we're the only ones going through it. And so it's just great to hear what someone else went through when they were in that position as a pre-PT. So tell us now, as a student, what were your biggest obstacles? What did you feel like, yo, these speed bumps might hold me back from being a physical therapist? What were those for you? Let's go right into them. Yeah, so I want to lay out first that I think understanding my own personal fears and struggles and adversities throughout this entire journey has actually made me become a stronger student, but also taught a lot about myself in the long run. So let's go back to junior year. I graduated undergrad in 2020, earlier this spring. However, in the middle of my junior year of undergrad, I actually got a 2.8 GPA cumulative. And on top of that, I attempted to take the GRE. And when I say my scores were low, guys, I'm not even kidding. Like you guys would laugh at my scores. It was absolutely horrendous. And at that time, when I was talking to my counselors and seeing other people in my class really advance in their academics, but also were, you know, really putting 
all this academic achievement into their undergrad years, I felt really discouraged. And I was really lost because I was like considering, is this really the right path for me? And having no belief, no motivation at the time because of those academic disadvantages at the time, it really put me at a low point throughout my undergrad years. I was actually even considering changing majors in my third year of undergrad, going into transmedia and advertising and marketing. And that was a completely, just completely different industry. And being in this state of mind, you know, I talked to my counselors and I wasn't getting the help I really needed. Even my peers who were just way ahead, getting 4.0s and doing all these things, it was really discouraging. So I was at all time low. And you know what? I said, I came this far. Let me just apply anyway. I applied to eight schools my senior year. And that winter, I got rejected by every single program. And as you guys know, I mean, that would just put someone at an all time low. You know, I, I really thought I was so close to quitting. I was like, you know what? This is not for me. There's no way. And that's when I really considered my path and all my motivation, all this work. And I was like, you know what? I don't think this is right for me. I didn't know if it was worth it. And I didn't believe in myself. That's the biggest part of you guys is not believing in myself. Forget about the academics. Forget about everything else. Uh, PT casts and letters of rec and observation hours. It starts with believing in yourself. And I really, really believe in that concept because without belief in yourself, really nothing is possible. That's when I questioned and I, I needed the help I needed uh, to get myself back on my feet. And that's why I'm here today. And I'll tell you guys a little bit more further on about the help that I really got and how I got here. Oh my goodness. We actually have a question here. How low was your GRE score the first time you took it? Okay, so I scored a 140 on the quantitative section. Uh -huh. And I believe it was a 144 on my verbal. Yes. Yeah. And on my essay, I did a little bit better. I got a four out okay. of six. Just goes to show how low I started. And that was even with preparation, with multiple practice exams and all that. How long had you studied for it? To be honest, maybe three, four weeks. So why I'm asking those questions is because like we have quite a few students now who have been just kind of frustrated. It's coming GRE stuff. Like, can I just tell y'all, if there's just one thing I just wish was just like eradicated from the pre-PT world, it, was, it would be the GRE. But that's kind of how the game is. And so when you put in that work, obviously you, you felt like you had prepared, you were not getting anywhere close to the 150s or beyond that you had seen other students, you know, needed to get that. Your GPA, of course, you said you applied to nine schools, right? First eight schools, correct. Oh, eight yeah. schools. And, and you got rejected by all of them right? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. So man, what stopped you from jumping off ship? Because, and I know you and I didn't even talk about this question before, but you were talking about how there were moments where you were contemplating switching to another career. This is a real question. What stopped you? Like what, what kept you going? That's hard as is like to go through one application cycle and just be like, yo, like my advisors are telling me one thing, you know, obviously they're telling me that this is going to be a little tricky, right? I know what my GPA is. I know what my GRE score was the first time I took it. I know the fact that I just got rejected by all eight schools that I just applied to. Like, what kept you on board? Like, what was it? So as you guys know, as I mentioned earlier, I got to see and got into this career path because of my father's physical therapist. So at this point in time, being this far into my undergraduate studies and realizing and taking a step back and saying, why am I here? Why have I invested all this time and energy to be at this point now? And I immediately thought of my father. Unfortunately, my father did pass my sophomore year of undergrad. So that created a whole nother level of stress and obstacles and diversities, right? 
and understanding that it was a dream of his for me to become a profession, a professional in this PT world and going to Syracuse University, leaving California by myself and just exploring the East Coast and really just taking on a new life challenge was something that I could not give up on. And that everything I do today, regardless of if it's PT or just living life, I do it towards my father and just dedicating towards my father. And knowing that I've gone this far and just, you know, never quit is something that I know he's proud of. And I'm, I'm not stopping here until I get that DPT license and I'm opening my own clinic. I'm a clinic director. You know, I have plans of making my own app to help physical therapists in this community. So all these plans and motivations has come deep down to my roots and that has been dedicated to my father. So everyone out there, you guys are watching, you guys all have different stories. You guys all come from different backgrounds. Whatever it is, really channel yourself to find out how you can be motivated and really never give up because we're all here for the same reason. We all want to get into PT school. I have a very different story from some of you guys perhaps, but we're all in here in the same boat and we're all trying to achieve the same goal. You surely made him proud, man. You surely made him proud. Proud of you, man. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. Let's jump into the next step. So at this point, you knew you didn't want to let him down. You knew that this was a lot bigger than just getting rejections and just quitting. This meant a lot more than just one cycle and done. So you obviously, you were part of our coaching program, the accepted system. That's no secret. So my question to you is what led you to like look for non-traditional coaching? Because I think a lot of times most of us just kind of feel like, Hey, I just, I'll just kind of push through it and I'll just figure it out as I go. And so for you though, you ended up looking for help, right. And, and guidance, which which I actually recommend all students to do. But what led you to actually seek that out? And then of course, like tell us a little bit more about that process. This goes back to my senior year, first semester. And again, I was kind of just riding this wave of just not asking for help. That's a huge, huge one that I know not only myself struggled with, but a lot of other people still do. Not getting enough help and not reaching out to people that could really guide me through and point me in the right direction. So my university at the time was, I had a counselor and she, you know, was in charge of making sure students were on the right track, doing well in their academics, but I wasn't really receiving a perspective help from DPT students who got into school. It was just their perspective, their ideas of like, here, here's our curriculum. Here's what you should do. Do this if you're not doing well. It's actually funny because I was looking for a mentor or a tutor at the time. And I was asking around people in our major and for, for help from other students, wasn't really getting any really good connections. So one day after my cardiac rehab exam, it was a full week of just midterms and, you know, we were burnt out and we want to celebrate. So a couple of my friends came over, you know, we, we played some 2K. I, I love NBA, we watched some basketball and just after a couple of hours of playing 2K, had some delves and I had some L's, but I was like, you know what, let me take a break. I picked up my phone and I'm not even kidding. I was going through Instagram and I saw this ad. Okay. And in this ad, it literally said how I got into PT school with the 2.4 GPA. And it was a picture of someone with the pre-PT grind. Ben cap. Kim. Ben, ben Kim. Kim. Wow. Ben Kim. <laughs> and I was like, wait, how did, how did this come up on my page? You know, and I was like scrolling, I clicked the ad. I honestly thought it was clickbait or like a, even a scam, but it was the complete opposite, you know, and I clicked the page and boom, that's when I was exposed to the pre-PT grind and the accepted family. I was literally the all night just scrolling to people's like stories and their posts. 
And immediately I knew I had to sign up and just get a little more exposure and, and see, this was the first step in getting help really. And this is when it started. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to dedicate my time and the remaining year just to really focus in and get the help I needed because I wasn't. And this really set the directions at the tone for my pre-PT journey. I think that's, what's really important is again, people don't reach out for help because I felt embarrassed. You know, I didn't want to go into this program and say, look, this is my GPA. These are my scores. Um, I don't know where to start. I'm lost. I want to quit all these questions. And I didn't want to ask that until I was part of this family. And for those, for those of you guys who are wondering, like the pre PT grind is not just a group of people, like your tutors and mentors. It's really a family. Like you're going to meet so many great people. Your coaches are here to help you. You're going to create a really strong relationship. And I want you guys to really invest yourself and utilize the resources that you guys have. Casey and Joseph are just amazing people that are willing to help you because that's, that's, we all want to be here. We all want to get into PT school. So really utilize your resources and you guys will be great. Appreciate the love, brother. I appreciate the love, man. For those of y'all listening, what I want you guys to cash from that right there is that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. Like most, the majority of students just have a hard time with that. Like we only ask for help when we're kind of pinned to the wall, but, but it's okay to ask for help even early on, like, you know, wherever the help is coming from, it's okay to ask for help. I want us to just make that normal because it's like what you were saying, it feels embarrassing. It feels like, man, if I, if I reach out, like, does that mean that I can't do it on my own? Does that mean I'm not qualified? Does that mean I have to kind of be babied into this whole thing? Like if I want to be a doctorate student, shouldn't I be able to do it on my own? Like sometimes it's just hard to share with someone that we're struggling. It's easier to be the student that's, you know, pursuing the doctorate but not the student that has a 2.8 GPA, not the student that, you know, is struggling on the GRE and you've taken it three times, four times or whatever, or the student that has been rejected before. It's, it's a lot harder to be that, but I want us to just make it normal. Like just make it normal. Alan, I'm sure you'd agree that like, if we make that the norm, can you imagine how many other students would just not give up? Right? Like how many students do you think give up because they just tried to go on this thing on their own and just at some point figured, hey, I guess this isn't going to work out. Let me pick something else. Like, I just feel like so many amazing potential physical therapists would actually be able to realize that if they just asked for help, man. So I love that you pointed that out. Now, for you specifically, you were in the accepted system in our coaching program. Like, how did it specifically help you solve some of those big problems? You obviously had doubt. Obviously, we had, you know, GPA, all, you know, previous rejections, all that stuff. So how did the accepted system specifically help you solve those problems and get you ready for PT school? And then number two, talk to us about the day you got accepted into PT school. Because I wanted to kind of hear about what happened, how it went. And so I want you to kind of combine those two questions together. So to begin, I struggled with my own confidence. The ability to, again, believe in my efforts to get into grad school. That was like the baseline. It starts with the belief, right? That's something I really needed help with. So when I joined the accept system and the pre-PT grind, I did not only learn how to physically improve my academic portfolio, right? You're going to increase your GPA, take extra courses, do all these things to make your essay even better and do all these things to help you excel and become a unique applicant. But again, it goes outside of just being a student. So being a better individual as a whole, and you can really apply these tools with you, not only to your DPT career, but just well into your life. And I think that's what I've noticed myself with being in this program. I not only became a better student, 
um, being with all these counselors and coaches and you guys having these resources that you guys have for your students, as you guys will learn, you guys will just excel just tenfold. There's really no possibilities or, or ceiling to it. And take me for, as, as an example, you know, I was at such a low point in my academia, but also just in my life, just mentally and physically just was not present. And having the support team of this entire family really, really helped me because you guys are going to make friends. You guys are going to have students coming from different struggles and backgrounds. You guys can all help each other out. And I think knowing that you can help someone out who might be struggling with something that you conquered, I think is so crucial. And knowing that you can be successful, but also helping someone else become successful as well is so rewarding. And again, will contribute to you being a better person in general. So I think that's one of the most valuable aspects of this program. And I can go on for like an hour just talking about how great this program is and all the things that it's helped me with. But yeah, just take away that aside from just becoming a better DPT applicant, you will become a better individual as a whole. I love it. I love it. And before you tell us about the day you got accepted into PT school, for those of y'all that are watching live, listening to this as a podcast episode, watching this on replay, watching this on YouTube, like wherever you're seeing this from, listen. We already said that it's okay to ask for help. And if you guys are like, hey, like I want to actually learn the exact blueprint that Alan used and these other students in the acceptance system used, go to acceptancenavigator.com. Put acceptance with a C-E, navigator.com. It's a four-part video series where Casey and I just help y'all unlearn a lot of the things that you guys have learned as students that are creating this doubt and frustration and anxiety. And we give you this roadmap that just makes it clear. And you're, where you're able to see where you're at but also where you have the potential to be and how to get there. So if you guys need that, it's free. It's free. And then afterwards, if you want to apply for the accepted system, you can do that too. But that program, that series in itself is worth every moment of your time. So go to acceptancenavigator.com. Take some action, y'all. Take some control over your acceptance and you too can be exactly where Alan is. So Alan, tell us about the day that you got accepted into PT school. I want all the students listening right now to dream a little because that's the day that all of them are borderline drooling for. You know, they're all like, hey, listen, whatever I got to do to get to that moment will be surreal. And I think we've all imagined it. We've all, you know, if I asked anyone live right now, they'd probably be like, man, I'll tear up. I'll scream. I'll be so relieved. You know, there's all these different emotions that we anticipate, but you got there. So give us a little breakdown of how you found out, what the day was like, who you told. Tell us whatever you want to tell us about that moment of discovering it. It's kind of crazy because when I first joined this program, I was listening to other people's story of acceptance, you know, and that was huge for me. And I was just like, wow, I can't imagine how lucky they are. There's, they must feel so happy. They must feel so excited. I'm like, imagine how that must have feel, you know, just like imagine being there. And fast forward to, to now, and it was actually a Friday. It was my one day off of work. You know, I was planning on sleeping in, you know, going to the gym in the afternoon, just enjoying my day off. But unfortunately, I mean, I got a call at seven in the morning. <laughs> I was dead asleep and I honestly didn't even see who it was. I just picked up and my eyes were still closed and I just said hello. And really all I could process because I was still half asleep was Hi, this is Dr. Wilhelm, Tufts University DPT. Congratulations on being accepted. And as soon as I heard that, my eyes shot open. I literally stood up in bed and I was like revitalized. You know, I was like, okay, I'm awake. I felt like I just took a shot of espresso. I, I was up. And that's when I knew I was like, wow. Like I thought I was dreaming. Like I really thought I was dreaming. And this, this set the tone for the rest of my day. I couldn't go back to sleep because I was, I was so excited and just in disbelief that 
all this hard work, everything that I put in these past couple of years, even in undergrad, being part of this system, I just knew it was worth it. You know, this is what happens when you put in the work and you believe in yourself. It's funny because the first people that I really thought of as soon as I heard those words were Casey, Joseph, and Robin, my coach. And I just knew immediately, I was like, wow, like these, they're going to be just so happy. Like everything that I've gone through and worked with them for is just, is finally here, you know? And it's crazy. Like I said, just, I've seen some people with success stories getting to this point. And now when, once you get there, it's, it's kind of surreal, but you just got to enjoy it, accept it and just be ready for the next couple of phases. And I just want everyone here to, to really experience that. And I know you guys will. To be honest, I prefer the, the phone call acceptances. Typically what I see is like mail or, or email, right? It's like you read it, freak out. But the phone call ones are nice because you're typically not going to get a phone call if you got rejected. If you got rejected, it's an email. <laughs> like it's an email or it's something in the left. They get mailed something. But for you to get that call, man, bro, surreal, surreal, but absolutely well-deserved. For those of y'all listening, what I want you to take from that is like, I want you to keep picturing that day. Regardless of how impossible it feels right now, there is a way. I know, but I need y'all to start understanding that whatever you feel is your biggest obstacle as a pre-PT right now, there is a way out of it. There is always a way. I, we've all been taught, whether it's by our advisors or professors or other students or other PTs, unfortunately, that if you don't meet a certain criteria, you're never going to have a shot. And that's just not how it works. How do I know? Well, I've just seen it. I've seen like too many crazy stories with students that get into PT school once they realize that they can still control those things. Does that mean it's going to be work? Yeah. <laughs> like, but once you realize that, hey, that day that Alan just described, that phone call, that email, that letter in the mail, like that's real. That's real in my future. Like that's not some make-believe moment that may never happen. No, no, that's real. Start accepting it as real so that the actions that you take now, the guidance you start looking for now points you towards that. And anything that ever diverts you away from that, you're able to say, uh-uh. Like if people are, you know, planting seeds of doubt in your head, you're like, nope, nope. Sorry, cousin. Sorry, best friend. Sorry, mom. You know, like figure out how to talk to the people that you love about other stuff. As a pre-PT, I actually drew a line. I told my family, I was like, hey, listen, we're just not going to talk about this, period, because I love my family. So I want to talk to them about other stuff like sports and life right. and all that. So we're just not going to talk about this. Y'all can do that. Y'all can do that so that you can make sure that everything that you guys are taking in is only getting you closer to the day you get accepted into PT school. Stop believing that somehow you don't deserve to be in PT school. Somehow everyone else is meant to be a physical therapist and for you it's just not gonna work. Like, no, 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 it's a real day. You just have to start saying, what do I need to do right now? What do I need to cut out of my life? What do I need to start implementing in my life? What do I need to start seeking out in regards to support and mentorship, whatever it is? What do I need to start doing to make sure that everything I do is getting me closer, is keeping me locked in, is allowing me to, to see my weaknesses and address them appropriately so that y'all can also either get that phone call or get you know the letter in the mail or the email that says, hey, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted into our DPT program. That's the moment it becomes real, but you can control that. I hope that makes sense, y'all. You can control that. Alan, did it feel like you could control that when you got rejected the first time? Man, I mean, at first... <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the truth, right? Because like, but don't trust that feeling. Y'all can't trust that feeling. If it feels like y'all have hit like a, 
a brick wall right now. Do not trust the feeling. Please. If PC is what y'all want to do, do not trust the feeling. Find direction, find inspiration, find guidance, block off what's deterring you, and let's get to work so y'all can get accepted into PT school. So Alan, as we wrap it up, man, what are your words of wisdom? Looking back at your journey, looking back at your experience, good and bad, what would you tell the younger version of Alan? Like if you were talking to yourself a year ago, right? Like what would you tell yourself? Right. So I have, again, referring back to my NBA, just excitement, just being a huge basketball fan. I like to take quotes from players that I just grew up watching and just, you know, see as role models. Two of them that really come to mind. One comes from Joel Embiid of the 76ers. Uh, he always says, trust the process. I think this is something that it, it's really cliche, but at the same time, people might think it's pretty funny, but it's it really was applied to my journey to become this person I am today, right? Success does not come overnight and it takes time, hard work, investment, and belief in yourself to achieve that. So initially, before even coming to this program, I lacked confidence, had so much anxiety, to be honest, and had absolutely no belief in my ability to get into a single DPT school after my first round. So obviously I was lost, discouraged, and wanted to give up. But knowing that if you really, really invest yourself and just trust that you will get into DPT school and achieve your goals, it will come. You just got to believe in it. And that also brings second point of don't be afraid to ask for help, right? We've discussed this earlier, reaching out to those who can really help you along your journey. You guys deserve to be here. You guys are in the right place. You guys are with a family that will take care of you. That doesn't mean if you're a part of this program, you'll automatically get into a program. You have to put in the work and really want it. You really have to want it and make sure that this is it, you know, just put all your chips on the table and just go for it. Dream big, you know, dreaming is not, doesn't cost anything. We can all dream big, success will follow. And the second quote that I really, really just appreciate and live by is from the late Kobe Bryant, job not done. This was after, I believe his third ring, he was in a press conference and he's saying, job not done. You can't focus and get ahead of yourself. You got to focus now and just day by day, work on yourself, work on your applications, work on becoming a better person. And I think that's something we all should really just look into. And that will attribute to your success in the long run. But for now, appreciate where you are, work hard, and, and you'll get there. Like I said, you guys have incredible coaches. You guys all deserve to be here. Each and every one of you have the ability to get into school. I know, you know, take me as an example. And no matter where you come from and how low you start, if I can do it, so can you. Boom. Job not done. Man, I'm such a diehard Kobe fan but I love that quote. We actually have another quote by Christina in the comments saying a great basketball quote is, if you can't be on time, be early from Chris Paul. That's another way of taking action, y'all. Be early, be early. If you guys are, to go off of that quote, I mean, if you guys are applying next year, like don't wait until next year to start getting ready to apply. Like start now, be early, like <laughs> be early. If you're applying in 2022, I saw someone say that they're gonna apply in 2022. If you're applying in 2022, Now's the time to start. Now's the time to start figuring out what you need to be doing. Start planning it out. Get anything you can get done ahead of time. Like take control of it. But I think a lot of times we just freak ourselves out. We try to do it all on our own, like you were saying, right? And then we get super close and we get, you know, just close to the application cycle opening up. And then we freak out and just try to do what everyone else is doing and assume that that's what's going to get us in, man. Nah, nah. Y'all got to be able to take a step back and do exactly what Alan said. Be willing to ask for help. Understand that the job's not done. Regardless of where you are in your journey, your job's not done. Be so keen on the fact that the actions you take will get you into PT school. But you ask, you have to believe it. 
you have to believe it. Like this idea that only some people ever have the opportunity to get into PT school doesn't really make sense. However, not everyone will get into physical therapy school because a lot of people will not actually do the action. Like a lot of people will quit on themselves. A lot of people won't look for help. A lot of people will just kind of do it the way everyone else is doing it. They'll just copy whatever their classmates are doing and just hope that that's what will help them leverage the application. And that's not the case. And that's sad. So we want to make sure that y'all don't make that mistake. Take action. The first best step is go to the link that we put in the comments, acceptancenavigator.com. Learn the way Alan did it, the way these other students are doing it so that you can take control of your application. Let's get it. Alan, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much for taking time out of your evening. Thank you for giving us some much needed basketball quotes. Joel Embiid, man, I haven't heard a quote by Joel Embiid in a while, but you're right. Trust the <laughs> process. Trust the process is like the Sixers model. <laughs> it's their motto, but I appreciate your time. I appreciate you pushing and believing in yourself ultimately and looking for help and being willing to uh, share your experience with all these students that are either live, replay, or listen to this later, man. Let's get it. Enjoy the last few months before you start PT school in January. Much love, brother. For those of y'all listening, thank y'all for listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.